This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Retro Game Treasure. Retro Game Treasure is an amazing monthly subscription service. They send you custom tailored boxes straight to your door from the video games that you love. You go on there, you have a wish list, you have your console of choice. They'll send you games from an assortment of consoles like NES, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, Sega CD, Sega Dreamcast, Sega Game Gear, Game Boy Color, Xbox, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, GameCube, and many more. Now announcing they are delivering straight to you Nintendo DS games and PSP games. What do the listeners of the Happy Hour get, Deuce? Put in Happy Hour in the promo box and you'll get $2 off your order. Remember, with Retro Game Treasure, you get classic video games delivered every month. Go to RetroGameTreasure.com, pick your consoles, set your preferences, and add to your wish list. And don't forget to tell them that the Happy, Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce Hello, Antoinette. Yeah, we back in effect. Don't know you had a long day, but let's inject. Sit back, relax, and have some cold beer. Gotta pay a few bills. Yeah, we're all clear. And it's Deuce on the loose. You know the tag team champion. We get the biggest pop when we hit the ramp. The outlaws of the new age. And we still got love for the retro ways. You know, Nintendo. Sega Genesis, so many systems, your dreamcast and reminisce. So pull back the curtain and hit the booth, cause it's the Happy Hour Podcast with Johnny and Duke. Yeah. Alright, and welcome back to Inked and Geeked. It's the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce, of course, this is your main man Deuce, and we've got with us the very beautiful and lovely Crimson Robin Cosplay. How are you doing this afternoon? I am doing very well. Having a having a good time here. Oh my goodness. I didn't even offer you anything. Can I get you a beer or soda or something? I would be happy with a beer. Oh, well, yes, ma'am. <laughs> I'm just being a rude host as per usual. No, you're not. <laughs> here you go, ma'am. Thank you so much. You're welcome. That's the only reason I bring the coolers, just because <laughs> it's part of my rider. I have mm-hmm. to have my cooler so I can have my beer. Um, well, it's part of the con diet. It's beer and it's junk beer food. beer and junk food. Yeah, it's been Slim Jims because we got Snickers. We got Slim Jims. So oh, that, Slim Jims. Yeah, that, that's, it's, it's definitely, please, if you'd like one, you're more than welcome to them. Oh, I'll uh, gladly take one. <laughs> but, yeah, that's pretty much been my, my diet. If it doesn't come out of a bag or a box, I'm not eating it this weekend. Exactly. So uh, uh, the good news is our, our we are very lucky. Our hotel is right next door to a Cracker Barrel. Oh, and, my God. Yeah, our, oh. a Cracker Barrel and a Waffle House. Yes. So oh, that's what we had for dinner last night. It was Cracker was it? Barrel. Oh, nice. How late are they open? You got any clue? Like ten? Uh, I think they're open till either ten or eleven. Okay, I'm I mean, rooting we, for eleven, but well, I yeah, guess we'll too. see what happens. So, because um, that's the other thing, I've got to go back to the hotel and check in. Like I haven't even checked in yet. So, um, <laughs> well, we came in last night. Just oh, did you? I'm like, let's get there early. Makes life a little easier. Time to settle in. Get comfortable. Yeah. I, in, in hindsight, I think next year that's what I'm going to do because then at least for opening day, I'm already checked in. Like, because tonight I've got to pack everything up and take it back to the hotel room. So mm-hmm. I'm like, well, you know, that's okay. But it's like I had to, when I made the reservation, I was like, look, I'm going to be a late check-in. I might not even get there till 11 or midnight. Like, just make sure you hold the room for yeah. me. 
but I would feel way more comfortable already having everything mm-hmm. put away and stowed and, you know. Yeah, that's why we, we came up early last night because we're in South Florida. Oh, nice. So we came up early yesterday, get up here, settle in, get just get comfortable, yeah. not have to worry about rushing around today, yeah. and then we're staying till Monday. Oh, wow. So that way we don't have to rush back to the hotel, pack everything up, and then try and get home. Yeah. We can take our time. Yeah, because that, that, that's the one thing that happened with me. Like, I've got the hotel tonight, and I've got it Saturday night, but Sunday morning before I come here, I've got to, I've got to load the truck up to go mm-hmm. home afterwards. Now, the good news is I'm I, we're in Polk County, so it's only like two hours from here, so yeah. it's not terrible. But it's like I, I've got to have everything out of the room. I, I think we got to be out the room by 10 o'clock, which I know this is riveting podcast for all you guys out there. You're like, man, I'm really just uh, loving hearing about the Motel 6. Like, this is just riveting radio. Well, uh, it's Motel 6. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, well, see, somebody – okay. So somebody – and I'm going to leave their name, male or female, out of it. But they were kind of maybe poo-pooing, if you will, the conditions – of everything and I'm like look I need a bed to sleep in I need a TV and I need a bathroom that's it I don't yeah. need anything more than that like I'm not going to be there long enough I'm literally mm-hmm. going sleeping and then getting ready the next day and rolling out like I'm not living in this thing for a week yeah so. when it comes to conventions you are in your hotel room for maybe five or six hours to catch some Z's yeah. and then you're, you're back out. at the convention you're out at a club or something yeah. you're hanging out with everyone yeah. you're not pouring yourself into bed until like 2 o'clock in the morning yeah. and then getting your butt up at 9 o'clock to start getting ready well you guys are way more baller than me I told everybody already old man Deuce is going to bed about 11 tonight <laughs> I'm like I'm, I'm, I'm going to peel out of here about 10, 11 and then not even the after party tonight Man. you get to see girls strip uh, you know and you would think that that would be enough but I'm old enough now that I'm like you know what I'd rather sleep <laughs> which is horrible which is really really horrible but oh, no I understand well my thing is this is it's I was trying to explain it to somebody because I'm like trust me you're tempting me with my two vices good-looking women and booze but you know uh, I gotta sleep I've got to do a whole nother 12 hours again tomorrow so it's like if I pour myself into bed at three and I've got to get up at nine that's six hours and I I'm getting old, man. I can't run on six hours of sleep anymore. I, back when I was your age, I could probably do shit like that, but well, not anymore. Back when you were my age. <laughs> yeah. How old do you think I am? You're, you're probably early to mid-20s. That would be my L- guess. Late 20s. Okay, okay. So, but still. But I also, I have a family. So oh, there you go. Three kids. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Thank you. But... The lack of sleep I'm used to. Oh, okay. Well, then you're used to it. Me. And then cosplays. Yeah. I mean, I'm up till 4 o'clock in the morning trying to finish stuff just before the convention. Right. So I hate doing it, but sometimes you have to. You have to. There's just no other option than to, you know, do it last minute. We Actually, we talked to a guy earlier, the Deadpool cosplayer, and, like, he bought something on eBay, and it didn't show up in time. Like, it didn't show up today, so he's like, well, now I'm just kind of screwed. And like you said, you know, things will change at the last minute on you. So I have to do like a last minute con- uh, cosplay or costume change or something. Yep. And I could see like we're now, okay, now I've got to stay up all night to have this ready for Friday. But, just, but that's just the way it rolls. Yeah. I definitely think with cosplay, it rolls that way. It's a lot mm. of fly by the seat of your pants. Yeah. Sometimes it just doesn't come together that way that you want it to. Yeah. So you kind of have to improvise. And if you can't improvise in time, then you're like, well, at least I have this as a backup in case this doesn't happen. Right. Like, I always make sure I have at least one extra costume with me. Right. Just in case. 
Like if it falls apart on you. Yeah. Or bring a sewing machine with you. <laughs> oh, but that, that's got to be tough because you got to lug it with you, the, the yeah. sewing machine. That's got to get a little difficult. It can, but if I have my sewing machine with me, especially if it's local, like if it's too far, then yeah, I'm, yeah. I figure something else out. Yeah. But we're only three, three and a half hours away from home. Oh, like, let me bad. just Let me just bring it just in case, which is good because yeah. I left my gloves at home. Oh, wow. So, but I brought fabric to make new ones in oh, case I cool. needed it. So. so right now you are in a very amazing Black Canary cosplay, which I love. Thank She's you. one of my favorites. <laughs> what else are you going to be cosplaying this weekend that we can look forward to? Well, for the convention, I decided to stick with like a comic book theme. Okay. So I have my Black Canary today, nice. traditional comic book, Dinah. Yeah. And then tomorrow, I have a Supergirl that I'm doing. Nice. Uh, it's more inspired by the New 52. Okay. But I'm kind of taken away from, like, the Ami Kami figures that they had come out, like, okay. years ago. Yeah. So it's kind of like a nice mix between the two of them. Okay. And then Sunday, I am doing the, like, everyone's doing pinup stuff, all the girls. Mm -hmm. So I have a pinup Captain America. Oh, cool. So... That is what I will be wearing for Sunday, which I'm really excited because with the bikes and everything. I think it's going to be cool. And, and, and not only just the bikes, I think they've got some hot rods coming too. Yes, there's so, an Iron Man one and there's yeah. supposedly a Captain America one. Nice. So, you know, pin up Captain America. I gotta yeah, you got to at least try. Exactly. I, but I think, I think that is brilliant. So, <laughs> um, well, is, is there any particular shoot that you're looking forward to? this weekend would it probably be you'd say the one you're looking forward to the most would be the pinup shoot yeah like the captain america it was a very it was a one that i did for a photo shoot like last year okay. and i've been revisiting it i redid parts of the costume and everything so i'm like inked and geeked to tattoo fest yeah. very pinup inspired so yes. i'm like i need to fix up this costume bring it here and they're like oh there's gonna be hot rods oh we're gonna do a huge pinup shoot on sunday i'm like yeah i made the right choice i definitely need to nice. need to bring this costume with me well that that is awesome well let me ask you a couple things what do you think of since you are wearing the black canary do you watch like arrow and the cw shows at all yes i do okay <laughs> what what are what are your thoughts on all that and the black canary and now that we're on number three mm -hmm. well First off, is cussing? Yo, yeah, oh, go right ahead. Go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking Barry. Yeah, I'm, Barry's I'm just the that worst. Out there right now. Like, I love Barry as a character, but he always shits the bed. Like, yeah, always. That that's always a debate that we have at home. Is he likes to be he 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 always tries to fix everything, and yeah. sometimes when he tries to fix everything, he kind of screws everything. It up. Yeah, it makes it ten times like, worse than it was to begin like with. Like Flashpoint. I yeah. was excited for that, but it's just like, fucking Barry. Yeah, and then, oh, man, yeah, because everything was doing pretty good, and he screwed it up. And I'm not going to lie, the beginning of this season was probably the slowest, in my opinion, of any Flash season so far because yeah. it was just him fixing everything. But now mm -hmm. it started to pick up speed, and I'm like, yeah. okay, now we're starting to get to the end game. I like this, but, like, the first five or six episodes where it's like, oh, man, I screwed up again because, yeah. you know, the speed force because I ain't got to explain shit. <laughs> so I was like, oh, man. But mm -hmm. they're they're doing better. And Arrow has done a lot better this year, I think. I'm, I'm very happy with the way that Arrow has grown. Yes. Because I liked the fact that they were doing the flashbacks and everything with yeah. Oliver. But it was getting to be a little bit... Heavy-handed. Yeah. Like, every other scene is, oh, let's flashback to this. And it directly correlates to the episode, which understandable it's him comparing situations right. 
but it was getting to be a little bit too monotonous in the fact that Danny it was knew everybody. Happening. It was like, oh, you've met this guy before when you were on the island? Like, he knew too mm-hmm. many people, and I'm like, it was supposed to be a deserted island. Like, what, yeah. what the hell? And then, oh, don't even get me started on, on Black Canary because my thing is it's it's Dynalance or GTFO. Like, so and technically, yeah. technically, the Dyna that they have right now is the Dyna from the comics, Golden Age okay. Black Canary. The, like the one you're wearing. Yeah, well, okay. like this. Yeah, this is the Golden Age Black Canary. Yeah. And the Dyna that they have in the show right now. Yeah. That is the Dinah from way back in the Golden Age. Okay. And then in the Silver Age is when she gets married, and that's when she gets the Lance name. name. Okay. So it is still the comic book, and I like her. Like, the she's new pretty, one I like. She's pretty badass. She's pretty badass. The The first one, Laurel Lance, Yeah. I, I just was not a fan. Like, she, from the beginning, was, I just was not a fan. Like, I didn't like her. She wasn't believable. Like, and then uh, the one that's, oh. the one Sarah? That's, Sarah, I love. Sarah was perfect. Sarah is more, like how Dinah would be in the comics. Like, trained by the League of Assassins and everything. Like, she was just an all-around, very put-together character. Yeah. Laurel, she she was, like, that typical girlfriend. Yeah. It was, like, basically, like, the atypical CW cardboard cutout girlfriend that's, like, in every CW. Let's get a girl that's CW pretty and Mm -hmm. let's, you know, make it not, you know, make it a very easy relationship for the two of them. Don't make any drama. And it's, like... It just it didn't work, and I, I don't know. Part of it might have been her acting in the beginning, because her acting in the beginning was not the greatest. Kate, Katie Cassidy, yeah, was she's a great actress. I really do love her as an actress. Okay, it was her. Maybe it was, it was her getting. It was yeah. her getting into the role and everything, yeah. and they weren't sure where the show was going to go in the beginning. Well, that's true because they, they didn't was, know that it was going to blossom, and now there's exactly. like a superhero show on every night on on yeah. CW. So they, yeah. they they just weren't sure about where everything was going to go. Yeah. So. They were kind of nervous about it, which is yeah. understandable. That yeah. first season is always like, this is either going to make or break. Yeah. So. I mean, look at Supergirl. Like, the first season on, on CBS it was, was so, okay. It was, it was good. I like the, the little jokes that they would make that the comic book fans would get. Yeah. And then when they brought it back for the second season on CW, oh, love I'm loving the show. It's probably, but it and The Flash are neck and neck my favorites. And mm-hmm. I think The Flash beats it by a hair, but I mean just a hair because I love Melissa Benoist. She is amazing. And I just like how the whole thing is so, so love positive. You know, you've got yes. the openly gay couple on there. You've mm-hmm. got, you know, uh, somebody that's dating an alien. You've got everybody. It's just all about the love, and it's very it's very accepting. Yes. And I think in the turbulent times we live in, it's nice to have an hour on Monday night where everybody loves each other and everybody's really accepting. Thank you. You know? Thank you. Yes. That's what it, I I love the show. I was really excited when they, were, when they announced it and everything yeah. for Supergirl. And the first season, I did like it. Because it kind of it hit home with those that are fans of Supergirl. Yes. I mean, there is there is obviously liberties that they take with it compared to the comics, anything, but yeah. any anything you'll get that. Yeah. But with the second season, they've really they've really given Kara more of a personality, more yes. just more character. Yeah, because in the in the in the first few, in my opinion, the first few episodes of the first season and most of the first season. She was almost like a cardboard cutout. Like, it, she didn't have a lot of character, but the reason you kept watching is because Melissa Benoist is just so adorable that you couldn't yes. turn it off. You're <laughs> like, she's just, 
she could read the phone book, and I probably would watch just because <laughs> she'd make it interesting because she just has an ability as an actress to do that. Mm-hmm. So, But now that they've given her more meat and potatoes to her role, I, it, it's a night and day difference. Yes. So it, it was very good that CW took that. Yeah. And now that they kind of – they've already done the crossover once, and they have the crossover coming out um, next week. Oh, yeah. my gosh. I'm very excited. That's my reward for this weekend. <laughs> I was like, if I'm good all weekend, I'm going to go down to our good friends and sponsors – uh, Grove Roots Brewery and get a, a growler full of craft beer and I'm going to have like a, a growler craft beer and maybe order pizza and like watches my little like yes. you made it buddy <laughs> you got through the weekend and so. the be- the best part about that the Supergirl episode that they're doing yeah. well the Flash because it's technically on yeah. Tuesday is they're both from Glee yeah so they have so those they musical have backgrounds. backgrounds and Joe does too because Joe was in yes. Rent which I didn't know I'm like what the fuck it's, it's just like when they did uh, with Flashpoint and everything yeah. how well not not Flashpoint when they went to Earth 2 yeah and, and he was Joe, the jazz, he was jazz singer, singer. I'm like, like okay yeah because I you had know, no you know clue. who can sing Who's Cisco that? really like he's he's actually a professional singer Really? No, you that need, I did to, not you know. need to look it up. Yeah. It's it's actually pretty amazing to watch because wow. he's just like a really dorky guy and everything, yeah. and you wouldn't think it. Yeah. But yeah. Well, I've got to say, in in real life, him and and I'm gonna butcher your name, and I'm sorry, Miss Danielle, Danielle Panbaker, two of the nicest people I've ever met in my entire life. They they were at MegaCon last year, and just it just complete pleasures. I mean, just uh, just amazing, amazing people, and just so nice, so down to earth. Love their fans. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that show, but I, I love that they're having the musical episode. I'm so jazzed for that. It's yes. just, it's, I'm just really, really excited about it. And it, it's going to be a lot of fun. And I like these CW shows. I love the writing, like Supergirl. Like, it, I think it was two weeks ago, Supergirl had sex, and it wasn't like, oh my God, she had sex. <laughs> it was like, no, I have sex, and I like having sex. And nobody acted weird about it. Like, yeah. you know, which I thought was really, really cool. Minus her boyfriend, who I do not like. I think it's an ass. Well, with the next episode coming out and everything, oh, we learn about his. Real. We learn yeah. his history. Yeah. And that's something that made me so excited when they said, "Oh yeah, Terry Hatcher is going to be on an episode." I'm like, "Okay, let's see this." Yeah. And then just having Terry Hatcher and Dean Cain on back the in the screen. same show again. Yeah. And, and, and it's Supergirl, which oh, makes it's which Supergirl. It brings it home. And to, to add a little extra niche to it, Kevin Sorbo, who's Hercules, exactly. is going to be in it. So it's like a 90s <laughs> explosion on your yes. TV, which I, I'm and telling you, the 90s are coming back in a big way. Yeah, they are. They really are. I'm starting to see like a lot of those 90s actors and everything yeah. or those references yeah. coming back into the like, oh. modern pop culture. It's like it's it's refreshing. Oh, it is because uh, well, I don't know if this one will technically be '90s, but I I've gotten addicted to Archie or Riverdale. Mm-hmm. Riverdale is so good, and Archie's dad is Luke Perry, and I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, we haven't heard from Luke Perry in a minute. And then yeah. one of the other guys is one of the killers from the first Scream movie, which is totally '90s. So mm-hmm. I'm like. CW, I think CW knows where their bread and butter is, is buttered yeah. at, if that makes any sense. Like, they want to do what the fans want. Yeah, with Riverdale, and I started seeing the previews. I'm like, I need yeah. to watch this. I haven't seen any episodes yet. So But good. I really want to. Because I have so much on my plate. Oh, I don't blame you on that like, at ne- all. Netflix, yeah. I binged the two seasons of Daredevil, and oh, I'm nice. about halfway through Jessica Jones right now. Oh, nice. Because I'm trying to catch up to everything with Iron Fist having come out yeah. y- yesterday, y- Yesterday, actually. yeah, because like, I was going to miss it. Because I, I, I have a ritual with the Netflix shows. Mm-hmm. So what I do is I never keep my phone more than a foot away from me because I'm very yeah. – with the podcast and social media and everything, I've got to be around it all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the weekends those come out, I go somewhere, and usually someplace cheap, like Domino's or Hungry Alley's, and I get three large pizzas, and I take them home, and I put them in the oven, and then I turn my phone off, and I just eat those pizzas all weekend, and just <laughs> binge, like, the whole thing. Like, I won't turn my phone back on until I'm done. So, like, that I'll... That sounds fun. <laughs> it, it is. It's awesome. Like, I did that for Luke Cage, and it was amazing. Um, and literally, the only reason I'm miss- not doing it this weekend with Iron Fist is because... Uh, for Bruce and for Maria, I was like, of course I'll come and do your event oh, here yeah. at Inked and Geeked. I was like, I, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll do it next weekend or something. But Yeah. Which, that's the great thing about those Netflix shows. Like, you can watch them whenever. Like, you can you can go at your own pace. I'm just very anal because with this job, I have to live on the internet. Yes. So, like, if you don't want it spoiled, you better watch it in the first, like, 48 hours or somebody's going to ruin it for exactly. you. Exactly. That's why I try, try to stay off social media if I can't watch something right away. Yeah. But that's one thing I'm thankful for to all my friends is yeah. they're not spoiler people. Oh, yeah. And if they spoil, they're like, this has spoilers. And it's just like, okay, I'll scroll past it. Yeah. Uh, the only one I've been bad about because I actually got railed on is spoiling a Supergirl. But usually it's talking not about something big that happened, but, like, okay, I really like what they did with this relationship and how positive they were about it. It's more like a a reflection on it or like mm-hmm. you know i like how they're being so supportive and you know with alex and maggie oh very that, supportive that made that. me that, so I love happy that. and I, I think my favorite thing was like when he she introduced her girlfriend to all of them everybody was like i don't give a shit it was just yeah. like hey here's my boyfriend steve or something they would have mm-hmm. got the same reaction it wasn't that oh my god you're a lesbian you know yeah. like you know like something out of a 90s sitcom so just like when she told Kara, and Kara's just like Okay. Yeah, like, or, okay. Or, like, when she told her parents. Yeah, that was really cool because I thought, like, because that could have gone a couple different ways. And I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, how's CW going to do this? But they were nice enough just to keep it, like, just super loot okay. Everybody was cool. And I was like, okay, that's nice. That That's yeah. what you want. So, um, but, yeah, I mean, I can't sing enough praise about that show. I lo- and all mm-hmm. the CW shows. It's, at- it's very inclusive of like all lifestyles. Yes. And it's not restrictive no. to anything. And it's it's not I'm not going to say it's political, but it is very open to political issues that are going through like yeah. the world right now, yeah. how the alien registration and everything, yeah. how it kind of plays on, you know, what's going yeah, on. I'm not going to get into yeah, all yeah, that yeah. stuff right now, but I, the only time I get mad is Arrow because Arrow had that gun rights episode. Uh, that was the most ham-fisted shit that, that I've episode. ever seen. I almost deleted it and said, fuck it. I'm just going to I, I watched the whole episode, and yeah. I'm like, okay, everybody has the points with it. Yeah. Everyone has their opinions. Yeah. They were trying to be as open to everyone's opinions so that they don't yeah. piss everybody, everybody off. off. But I like the way that they tackled the issue to, yeah. to a point. Yeah. like. Yeah. Because it's something so big in the world right yeah, now. Yeah, I mean, it's a big issue, and it's an issue that I think everybody, it's on the tip of their tongue, and it's something to think about. And just, for me, the whole thing rubbed me the wrong way, because it's like, I don't want to talk about politics or religion during those shows. Like, I just, mm-hmm. I want it to be my fun. Like, I'm I'm watching that to get away from that shit. Like, yeah. you know, to like, to escape and just like, have fun for But, but hour, sometimes so. it's it's nice to have that little reality check with, yeah. with shows going on right now. Yeah. But... We'll, we'll stop that subject because yeah. that subject pisses a lot of people off. Yeah. I, I avoid it as much as I can. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's it's like the same thing we always say. No religion, no politics. And that was the yeah. only time where I'm – because, I, like I said, all the things Supergirl's doing, I love. I love all the things Flash doing with – you know, I, I love – there's an interracial couple. There's it, – it's not just, like, a cast of white bread. Like, there's, yeah. a, like, a whole lot of – 
of, of, of people of all races and creeds on the show, which mm-hmm. I like, which the CW is doing way better about. I yes. got to give them a lot of credit because for a while there, for a hot minute, it was ridiculous. It was like yeah. the whitey, white, white network. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you can't have one black friend, like one, <laughs> like, you know, but they've gotten way better. So, I'm, I, yeah, I love it. So, yeah. but, uh, and it's funny. I actually had a conversation with my mom at lunch yesterday. And she was asking me what I watch on TV. And I was like, well, I watch the CW a lot. And, I, and she was like, well, do you watch anything on CBS? I was like, no. She's like, watch anything on Fox? I was like, no. A and, couple shows, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I don't, I can't think of a one. The only thing I could find on any other network that I, I besides sci-fi I watch, is the new Powerless show on NBC, the DC Comics sitcom. Oh, the, the one... With um, Vanessa what, Hudgens yeah. and Danny Pudi, I, I like. I it. want yeah. to watch it. Like yeah. that's on my watch list. It's just I have so much. You, on you can right move now. it down a little bit more in your watch list. Like okay. it's good and it's funny. And the good news is it's short. It's only like if you took the commercials out, it's only like 15, 20 minutes. So they're mm-hmm. they're really quick. It's okay. I think it'll get better if they give it more time. But yeah. Uh, and then I watch Marvel's Agents of Shield. Of course. On an ABC, but I don't watch anything else on ABC. I used to watch Once Upon a Time, but that fell off. So ABC, I watch. Um, what is that? Modern Families on yeah, ABC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that that's like a staple in my household. Oh, there, there's it? no way around it. Oh, my, that's my, like everybody loves that my show. My children are obsessed with that show. Really? They they love watching it. My really? daughter will go back and just rewatch the season yeah, of just, Modern Family yeah. because she she just she really likes, likes the characters. The show. Well, that's cool. Well, it's the thing. I it, I think it's it's funny because like when I used to live at the house uh, years ago, like my parents would end up watching like the same stuff I watch because you know. We had two TVs in the house, but we liked to watch stuff together. So, yeah. like, they watched Buffy, and they watched oh, they watched Smallville with me and mm-hmm. shit like that. But now that I've moved out of the house, like, you know, like, they're not in the loop at all what's going on. I, I, I'm pretty sure they're single-handedly keeping CBS afloat. Like, they watch, like, all the NCISs and, like, all that shit. So, it's like, yeah. I'm pretty sure they're single-handedly keeping that. Because I asked somebody this earlier today. I can't name one person under the age of 70 that I know that watches NCIS. I was trying to think, and I was like... I, I'll watch reruns, and I, like, if there's nothing else on, I'll yeah, just yeah, put it on yeah. and, like, drown just it out. Back, background noise. Exactly. Yeah. So, that I could see, but I was like, people that, like, watch it every week, and I'm like, I can't name you one person. It, it got to be the same thing too often yeah. to really, like, keep up with it. Just, like, I used to watch Law & Order SVU. Okay. I, I really... I still like the show. It's yeah. just... It's wash, rinse, repeat with a lot yeah. of this stuff. So it's just, you, you kind of lose interest in it after a while. Well, no, and it's, I mean, you can only get murdered so many ways. Exactly. Um, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it, it's 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 one of those, like you said, wash, rinse, repeat. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, okay, we're going to have a murder, and then we got to, like, Castle. Like, I, I started watching Castle because I love Nathan I love Nathan, Nathan Fillion. Fillion. Oh, yes. And he's in Modern Family right now. Is yeah. he really? Yes, he is. He's Haley's, he's Haley's boyfriend. He's, a, a like, a weather man. In it, Isn't like, Haley like twelve? No, she's like twenty three or twenty four. But still, Nathan Fillion's way older that, than her. That's the whole point oh, of the relationship. Oh, that's the whole yeah. like the gimmick. Okay. And like he has a daughter that's like fourteen or fifteen. Yeah. So Haley's like the stepmom in it. Oh, uh, okay. Now I might actually have to watch because if he's in it, the I'll new watch. season's really good. Is it? I, I might have to check that out if he's in it because I like I adore Nathan Fillion. I'll watch mm-hmm. anything he's in. 
Um, he and, needed to be Hal Jordan. That's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah. He needed that, to that, be Hal. The, the, and the bad news is I think that boat is just way too go- – I mean, like, he would have to get on a super exercise diet regimen, and I just think he's, he's aged out because yeah. I'm thinking he's got to be in his mid-40s by now. If Mid not, or late. Some- yeah, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. So I just don't – you know, right now they want these young guys for the superhero roles, which let me ask you about that superhero movies. Like, what have you been enjoying lately? What have you been liking? Well, of course Marvel. Yeah. Like, and any anything Marvel, we it's always gold. go to the yeah. theaters for. Like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, no, it's with our with our oldest because she's, she's turning eight. Okay. She's been going to the movies with us. Like she went with us to Iron Man three. She oh, loves wow. Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. Of course, all the Avengers movies. Yeah. So like she's super excited for um, Thor Ragnarok that's coming out. Yeah, that looks really good. She has not watched Deadpool or anything well, like that because yeah, technically course, that's a Marvel affiliate. Yeah. She started. She started to see part of it, but then she just knocked out. I'm like, okay, this works out. Yeah. But because um, yeah, I was like, no. Because how old is she? Well, she's almost eight years old. Okay. But She's she's very mature for her age, and she wouldn't understand some of it. Yeah. But no, that that's that that it, that is a little bit much. Yeah. She fell asleep anyway, yeah. so I'm like, okay, well. Well, then, then we we'll dodged start. a bullet on that yeah. one. Yeah. But like Guardians of the Galaxy is yeah. her favorite of pretty much all the Marvel movies. I love, and I'm looking forward to the new one with Baby Groot. That Baby oh Groot, my gosh. I can watch a Baby Groot movie and be <laughs> yes. totally okay with that. So yeah, I'm, I'm little Baby Groot is so cute. Well, I saw somebody earlier today, and I really wish I chased him down. I got a picture. He got a Baby Groot tattoo on his arm. And it was adorable, and I'm like, "That's a like badass tattoo, like the little cutie one." Like and his <laughs> eyes were like big, like he was like. Whoa. So I was like, "That's that's awesome." So mm-hmm. I really would love to. I wish I had chased him down. If I see him again this weekend, I'm gonna get a You'd picture be like, of Yo, it. I need a picture. <laughs> yeah, because it was adorable. But like, I, I'm excited about the new Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm excited yes. about the new Spider-Man. I'm. I'm interested to see what yes. they do now that Marvel is doing, you know, helping with it. And now that they have the partnership going on, yeah, I think it's going to be a lot better. And we just got the news that broke today; they're doing a Venom movie next year. I heard so. about that, but they're, they're not sure about the details because it was only Sony that announced it, not Marvel. So yeah. is it standalone? Is it going to be tied into the Spider-Man movie? Like, it's gonna, well, all the Spider-Man stuff's tied together. So any movie Sony does is a part of the MCU, mm-hmm. which is cool. But I, I've got a feeling it's it'll probably be somewhat standalone, and maybe Spider-Man will show up and make an appearance. Or, I mean, that would be well, my theory. He's gonna kind of have to. Yeah, I mean, you kind of can't have one without the other. Exactly. Uh, especially since Spider-Man's the one that brought you know Venom to Earth to begin with. Exactly. So, you know. And I, then I mean, come on, it's one of his classmates. Yeah. So, so they're gonna they're gonna have to f- figure something out. But I, I was telling somebody earlier today, I said, you know, if we get some Spider-Man movie every year, every other year. That's not going to hurt my feelings. Like, if we get, yeah. you know, Spider-Man this year, Venom the next, Spider-Man 2 the year after that. Like, you know, as long yeah. as the, the quality is there. And I think yes. Marvel will take care of that. Because I never worry about when I go to a Marvel movie because I've yet to see a bad one. Some yeah, are better than others, never, but I've never, never seen a bad one. never disappointed. It's like pizza. Like, <laughs> it's always pizza. I mean, yes. now, don't get me wrong. There's really good pizza, and there's, like, really crappy, cra- <laughs> crappy pizza. But crappy pizza is still pizza. So, exactly. you know what I mean? So, it's kind of hard to complain about it. And that's how I equate the Marvel movies, because mm-hmm. it's, you know, that's how I feel about them. Like, they're always good. Like, now, yeah. some are better than others. Like, I'm not a fan of that Thor, uh, the second Thor movie, Thor. Uh, the Dark World. Dark World. I didn't like that one that much. That one was kind of rough. It it was it was rough around the edges. Yeah. It did 
it had a good story to it. It did have a base, yeah. and it 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 had Christopher Eccleston in it. Which, yeah, I mean, that that yeah. alone that that made me so happy. No, me too. And I'm a big fan of his, hell. I watched that stupid uh, that HBO show he was on just for him. That uh, mm-hmm. oh goodness, the not replacements, but anyway, I watched that just for him because I, any of the Doctor Who guys usually I'll check out what they're exactly. doing. Exactly. So I was like, okay. I'll check this out, but that's the only one out of all of them I could think of. That and Iron Man 2 is a little hit or miss, too. But, I mean, besides those two. Iron, Iron Man 2, Iron Man is probably, like, one of my favorite, like, of the, at of, least the, of at least the men. Yeah. Like, he's one of my favorites. So, Iron Man 3 is what a lot of people are kind of, like, yeah. eh about. Personally, I loved it. It was a very, like, character-centric movie. Yeah. It wasn't about Iron Man. It was about Tony and yeah. what happened at the end of and Avengers PT- and everything. PTSD and all exactly. that stuff. Like, I think it's a movie that actually had a lot to say. Like, I feel yes. like it was talking a lot about, you know, our, our, our warriors and our mm-hmm. soldiers that come home from war. And, like, I think it had a lot of pertinent stuff to say, but it wrapped it in this trappings of a comic book movie so you can kind of more freely say those things yeah, and use it as an allegory, which I, th- I thought was great. Yeah, it's one of it's actually one of my top three. Oh, wow. Like, I, I really did love what they did with Tony yeah. because that's what it was about was Tony. Tony. Like, yes, Iron Man is who he is. Yeah. Iron Man will always be who he is no matter what. Yeah. Were there a couple inconsistencies with the movie? Sure, sure. but any movie that's going to be translated from a comic or from a book, you're going to get that. Yeah. But I like what they did with him. Nice. Well, let me let me ask you this: Your top three, when you said the Marvel oh. movies, what would you say your top three are? Because you said that Iron Man three would definitely be in there. Yeah, Iron Man three is definitely one of them. Um, Avengers: Age of Ultron. Yeah. Because even though it was a little different than how Ultron is created and everything, there was right. some differences. What really made me love that movie was Vision. Because yeah, Vision was great. It was. It's Paul Bettany, which I mean, he is Jarvis, even though technically in the original comics, Jarvis was a person, yeah. not an AI. Yeah. But the way that they brought Vision around, and the way that they actually created his character, and the relationship that uh, he had with Scarlet Witch, that you kind of see at one point, yeah. but then how it develops. Yeah. Um, that was probably like, probably my number two. Yeah. And then of course, like Iron Man three would be the third one. My number one movie. Ah. Uh, I, I would say Civil War because I love what they did with Civil War. That was great. I think th- they did a better job with the movie than they did with the real comic yes. of Civil War, hands down. But probably number one, and this is going to be very left field, yeah. would be Ant-Man. I love Ant-Man. Because it was, it was the character. It was him. Yeah. Like, when when they made the announcement for, oh, yeah, he's going to be Ant-Man and everything, I'm like, okay, this is going to be freaking awesome. Yeah, because I love Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd's exactly. great. Yeah. Paul Rudd, he's he's a very diverse actor. Yeah. He can bring life to any character he plays, whether it's a serious character or a funny character. Right. And he's like that perfect mix between the two of them. Yeah. And Ant-Man's a little, I'm not going to say an obscure character, but he's not an overly popular character. Obscure. I mean, a lot of people don't know. Uh, a lot of people don't know who Ant Man was in mm. pre movie. I mean, yeah. the, your your hardcore comic book fans knew who Ant Man was. But I mean, if you asked even somebody that read comic books, that just only read like your your guy that goes in and only reads Spider Man or only reads like yeah. Batman Superman, he probably wouldn't have known who Ant Man was. Yeah, you know? it's so. just it's just like looking at Guardians of the Galaxy. Everyone's oh, yeah. just like, oh, Star Lord. They know who Star Lord is. 
But, I mean, Drax the Destroyer, Gamora. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Rocket Raccoon. Yeah, like if anybody came up to me pre-Guardians of the Galaxy and was like, I know who the Guardians of the Galaxy are. I'd be like, you, sir, are full of shit. And, ever, and yeah. everyone looks at Guardians of the Galaxy and is just like, oh, Star-Lord, he's such a funny character. He's very, like, humorous yeah. and everything. He's not. No, no. But I know why they went in that direction. I, well, it's because appealing you got Chris to Pratt. this generation well, and everything. that too. But, I mean, plus, if you have Chris Pratt in a movie and he's not funny, I think you just need to get fired. Yeah. Because, I mean, <laughs> that guy is so good looking, so charming. Just, mm-hmm. I mean. That's uh, one man that I would love to meet. Actually, a good buddy of mine uh, met him in Haines City. He did the Iron Man, mm-hmm. uh, and he 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 shook hands with everybody. Um, he took pictures with everybody, and I and I gotta say, allegedly on this part of the story, allegedly he was staying in Winterhaven, and we've got a Carabas. He went to dinner at Carabas, had dinner, took pictures with every single member of the staff. Like he even went in the <laughs> kitchen and let like the cooks take pictures with him and just like Those stayed are, there like see. two hours just <laughs> talking to people and just being cool as shit and I'm like that's awesome like those are the stories I want to hear that those, like this guy was just awesome that you love. yeah and then ends up leaving the girl like a five hundred dollar tip or something stupid that is yeah. that is phenomenal yeah so I, I mean that's the kind of stuff that I like to hear I, I like I like the celebrities that are more caring and they they really do care about their fans yeah. and everything they'll take the time to talk to them because yeah. I mean I've met lots of celebrities I've worked conventions and everything so I've met and I've been able to hang out with celebrities yeah. and you have the you have some celebrities that are kind of like they can go either way which yeah. depends on their day, day but then you have the ones that are d-bags and then you have yeah. the ones that are like total sweethearts yeah like, but I think it, it, in some degree, that's just people in general. You've got people mm-hmm. that are just going to be D-bags, period. The you, ones that let the fame go to their head and exactly. everything. Exactly. And then you got people that are just, just sweet, awesome, nice people that are just great. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it goes all across the board. Well, give us a second. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to be back with more of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Retro Game Treasure. Retro Game Treasure is an amazing monthly subscription service. They send you custom tailored boxes straight to your door from the video games that you love. You go on there, you have a wish list, you have your console of choice. They'll send you games from an assortment of consoles like NES, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, Sega CD, Sega Dreamcast, Sega Game Gear, Game Boy Color, Xbox, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, GameCube, and many more. Now announcing... They are delivering straight to you Nintendo DS games and PSP games. What did listeners of the Happy Hour get, Deuce? Put in Happy Hour in the promo box and you'll get $2 off your order. Remember, with Retro Game Treasure, you get classic video games delivered every month. Go to RetroGameTreasure.com, pick your consoles, set your preferences, and add to your wish list. And don't forget to tell them that the Happy Happy Hour Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. And we're back with the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. Um, so, what else do you got going on this weekend? Anything else exciting? Um, actually, like not not really like anything planned per se. Right. Like this was one of the biggest things for my weekend. This okay. is actually my first podcast too. Oh, nice. Um, so yay. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's mostly just 
socializing and everything yeah. and that's that's the big thing with conventions is you want to talk to people you want yes. to get introduced get to the right there. people and yeah. everything and make friends like that's yeah. that's one thing that i love to do at the conventions is just meet new people and like working with having worked conventions and everything yeah. getting to meet celebrities getting to become friends with celebrities like yes. going out and just having drinks with them yeah it's always a lot of fun yeah it, meeting new people it is really really cool and i know they're having the after party tonight the level up after party oh yes um which should be very interesting and then tomorrow night they've got another after party that mm -hmm. i think geek geek goddesses I'm geek goddesses that? is going to be there is putting on that one tomorrow so that should be very very interesting at mm -hmm. woody's riveroo so i'm i'm interested to see the stories that come out of that i think that, yes. that, that that'll <laughs> definitely be that's going to be fun <laughs> that is going to be fun i think somebody might have to relay them to old man deuce because i might be in bed <laughs> by that time uh but i'm i'm excited for you guys i think it's gonna be a lot of fun and also it's st patty's day today so, exactly I mean, I, it's a lot of fun um and i think uh, you guys will have a really really good time yes. um well, that is awesome. Thank you so much for, for coming on with us today. Is How can people find you on the Internet? Well, I am on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter okay. as Crimson Robin Cosplay. Okay. And the Robin is R-O-B-Y-N. Yes. Yes, I did that as a little separation, so it's not. Smart. yeah. And it's a little bit more feminine, too. That so branding. It's always good for branding to exactly. make it a little bit different. So. Yeah, the Crimson Robin was just, it's a mashup of my two first, like, big costumes that I made for the conventions way back in like 2011 2012 oh, wow. it was a sea viper nice. so crimson viper right and then Robin I did a Stephanie Brown Robin oh nice and a lot of people are just like oh it's a female Robin I'm like no it's, no, Stephanie, it's Stephanie Brown, Brown. yeah I had to correct a lot of people. Oh, uh, I'm sure. Which it, is always fun. Yeah, <laughs> it is. And it's cool because it it, te it teaches them. I mean, if you do it in the proper way of correcting them, like, you might turn them on to something that they've never even heard of before. Exactly. And, and The Dark Knight is one of those great, great books. And mm -hmm. Dark, Dark Knight Return, I'm getting the name wrong, but <laughs> it's what that Frank Miller book is yes. just great, just hands down. So, I mean, if somebody hasn't read it, I mean, and they're a Batman fan, it's a great mm -hmm. way to turn them on to it. So. Yeah, and Stephanie Brown, she's one of my favorite, like, DC girls. Yeah. And, I mean, I love Carrie Kelly because supposedly they're bringing Carrie Kelly into the next uh, Batman movie. Oh, nice. Which I'm looking forward to. Yeah. But Stephanie Brown, she's a very diverse character. Yes. And she's spoiler. She's yeah. Robin. She's Batgirl. So. Yeah. That, that's my that's my goal is to make all three of those. Oh, nice! <laughs> that, that, that'd be really cool is to have all three. So, um, and I don't, I don't know. I just think that that, that would be great to have in the movie just because the DC movies for me lately have been really hit or miss. Like they're uh, just I haven't really watched them. Uh, well, <laughs> you're probably doing yourself a favor. Like Suicide Squad, of course. Everyone Suicide Squad Suicide was Squad. amazing. Like that I, was perfect. It was, vi it was visually very stunning. Yeah. Like, I like the way that it all just flowed together. Yeah. My favorite part of it was Margot Robbie. I think yeah. she did a fantastic job as Harley she Quinn. Yeah. Uh, Will Smith, though I love him as an actor. Yeah. He plays the same character in no, everything. No, he's playing he does. Will Smith. It's exactly. whatever it is. It's Will Smith. It's Will Smith as, as Deadshot. Will Smith. Yeah, yeah. It's it's Deadshot as Will Smith, <laughs> yeah. basically. You know, which I'm a like. I, I was talking to somebody about this the other day. I said, I don't give a shit. Like, mm -hmm. I will watch a movie with Will Smith in it, period. Like, yeah. as long as it's, like, an action movie or something funny, like, I don't care. Like, I know, like, he doesn't really know how to act, if that makes any sense. Like, he knows how to be himself, and yeah. he can be serious, and he can be funny. Like, he did great Nolly. Mm, uh, but yes, especially yes. now that he's gotten older, it seems like he just wants to do things that are basically, I'm 
Will Smith. St- st- stuff that he's done before that's more comfortable for Yeah, him. exactly. Like, kind of like, it reminds me of back when he really blew up, like, Dear Bad Boys and Independence yes. Day and, like, all those. It was him being Will Smith, but mm-hmm. they were all great movies. They were all funny. They were all a good time. So, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. And, and that's so it doesn't make a lick of difference to me, but... That I love that movie. That's, in my opinion, the best DC one they've done so far. And that's the best DC movie they've done in a while. While. Because, like, the early 90s Batman movies and everything. Were cheese fest. It was cheese fest. Yeah. But they, they were good. Were good. They I were lo- good I love the first. The one with Michael Keaton is probably my yes. favorite. The first one. And even Batman Returns, with all of its quirkiness, I think mm-hmm. is, is is good. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I, I dig it. So, um, but... Yeah. I still haven't watched Batman v Superman. Just saying. Right. I still yeah, have yeah. not watched no, that movie. No, don't worry about it. You don't need to be in a rush to watch it either, in I mean, my it's, opinion. It's, it's on demand now at home, so Uh-oh. like I actually can have to watch it when you to want watch to. It. Exactly. Well, I mean, I definitely would say watch it because I, I think it's definitely got some highs and some lows. Like, all the stuff with Batman, I think, is great. Like, mm-hmm. Ben Affleck, amazing Batman. I was nervous. I was nervous. Yeah, I was but I nervous, heard he actually but he did a good job. He nailed it out the park. And Gail, Gail Gadot. Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Gagadio? Gagadio. Yes. Gadot, Gadot. I don't yeah, know how to pronounce I don't know either. <laughs> uh, I was super skeptical about her because I'm not going to lie. Linda Carter is my Wonder Woman. Yes. Period. Hands down. That's why down. I love when she's uh, she's on Supergirl. Yeah, exactly. I was like, awesome, because that that's that's my Wonder Woman. And they, they show up with this, you know, this super skinny little waif of a girl. And I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? Like, yeah. you know, like I was not happy. And then I saw her and I'm like, uh, like I'm not gonna say she's the greatest, but I'm mm. like she's okay. She'll she'll do all right. And then Wonder Woman comes out in July, so I'm excited. The trailers about that. are looking amazing. They look good, and I like Chris Pine. Like I'll, I'll watch him read the phone book. Like yeah. I <laughs> love Chris Pine. That is a good looking man. Yes. So I'm like he he was the perfect pick for Kirk. Oh yeah, he I was. Mean, nailed it. For I was Kirk. so nervous when I heard. Oh yeah, we're gonna reboot Star Trek. I'm like, Gene Roddenberry. Yeah. What were you thinking from Beyond right now? Yeah. But it was. It, I love Star Trek. I grew up watching Star Trek. Yeah, like so, that's one of those big shows yeah. to me. Like, brought a lot of people to sci-fi. Like, people that didn't maybe watch a lot of science fiction. Like, that's what brought them to the party. That and Star Wars. It seems like when we talk to most guests, it's one of those yeah. two that brought them to the party. Star Star Trek is number one for me. Okay. I love Star Wars though. Like, yeah. I really do. I like how broad the universe is yeah. even though they pretty much like yeah no none of this happens anymore yeah yeah but star trek is what i used to watch when i was younger and everything nice. i watched the original series and of course i watched the next generation nice um you know deep space nine like i i loved watching that my parents were actually the ones that introduced me to it oh wow but my parents introduced me to a lot of a lot of the fun geeky stuff like cool. doctor who i used to watch that way back in the day oh wow and um Probably one of my, like, favorite memories, I'd say, when it comes to, like, the geekier stuff was Monty Python. Oh, wow. See, I've never yeah. watched much Monty Python, but I know people love it, and it's definitely yep. one of those geekier BBC kind of shows that, like, people mm-hmm. really, really enjoy. Yeah, when they so. used to have Monty Python and the Flying Circus, they used to play it on BBC yeah. at, like, 8 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday. My dad oh, wow. and I would watch it. I have all the movies, and our Christmas tradition is yeah. Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Oh, nice. Well, that's a good that's a good Christmas tradition right there. My, so. ch- my children find that movie hysterical. Do they? So, like, it's, it's always watched. Oh, well, that's good. And that... It, uh, like I said, it's cool to have parents that get you into that. I was kind of the other way around. I, I had an uncle, 
it's kind of sad. I had a, an uncle who had to watch me for my great grandmother's funeral, and he had the VHS tape with Return of the Jedi on it, and he popped it in. So the first Star Wars I ever saw was Return of the Jedi, <laughs> and I'm like, this is the greatest movie ever. And then once, because we didn't have internet back then, I yeah. got to school and I started telling people about the the movie that I'd seen over the summer, and I'm like, you know, there's two other movies, right? And I'm like. Shut there your is. mouth! <laughs> what are you talking about? So, like the next week, I like we how you brought Yoda into yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I man, I flipped out. So literally the next weekend, I made mom take me to the video store and we rented Star video Wars. Video stores? What are those? Yeah, exactly, kids. <laughs> Find an adult and let them tell you what a video store is. Yeah. But uh, we we went and we rented uh, back to back. We rented the the Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back, and I watched it back to back, and then I watched Return of the Jedi like all three in a row, and I was like. This is awesome. Yes. And then it started to be the Star Trek thing because right around middle school was when Next Gen started. Because yes. I didn't watch the much original Trek. I think I maybe saw one or two. But mm-hmm. once Next Gen started, I'm like, I don't know what this is, but this is amazing. Captain like, Picard. Yeah, Picard and the Jean stories. Picard. I mean, <laughs> that, that, that cast from top to bottom was top yes. shelf. I mean, yes, really, was. really was. So, I mean, I loved every minute of that. But I mm-hmm. I think you're right. Those are the two things that bring a lot of people to the party. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, so whenever, whenever like, Star Trek Next Generation comes into conversation, especially around my husband, it's always hysterical because we had, um, we had someone that compared Star Trek Next Generation to the love boat, and it has since destroyed how much my husband loves <coughs> the next generation. Really? Think about it. He's John Luke Picard is Captain Stubby. Okay, okay. And, like, just that. just with, like, everybody in Commander Riker and everything, it's just... Yeah, it is it it is pretty darn close. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you want to get technical, you're right. It does it's get like, pretty close. You. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, mm, I don't know. I, I'd say that's one of those ones for me to be middle mm-hmm. of the road just because of the fact that, that there's definitely some similarities, but I don't, I don't know. I, I watched Next Gen every day when I would get home from school. I would go mm-hmm. home. And I'd, I'd watch it. It was on 5 o'clock on WTOG 44 out of Tampa. <laughs> and I'd watch it every afternoon after school before I did my homework. And I just, That's like I me with it. Buffy. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, did they play Buffy after school? Yeah, when I, when I was like, God, it was middle middle school. Really? Yeah, during middle school, they would have Buffy on uh, WB. Wait, no like, shit. <laughs> like yeah. at like five o'clock, at, like when you got home they, from school, they would like play. Five or six they or would do like the night before's episode, or like they would do the reruns of previous seasons at like four to okay. about six o'clock. Okay. So I'd be watching that while I'm doing my homework, and then they'd have the new episodes on. Uh, was it Tuesdays? So it was always like whenever I came home, I'd be watching Buffy and do my homework. That's awesome. Like that was my j- like, I w- goodness, I was. I was in eighth grade when the first season came out, and the second season came out when I was a freshman in high school because when I graduated – no. No, no, no. I graduated high school when the Dawson's Creek kids graduated high school. I was like – they were a year ahead of me, I think. Like, yeah. they graduated a year before I graduated. So, it's like you're going through the same thing with them. So, mm-hmm. it, to me, it was really cool because, it's like, you could relate a yes. lot to what was going on, which I really enjoyed. But – uh Man, that what a great show! I mean, really I got was I got to bottom. meet James Marsters last oh, year how for one of the conventions. He's so sweet. He just seems like the nicest guy. Like he guy. really yeah. is. Like he'll he'll take the time and he'll talk to you and everything. And it is, he's such a nice guy. That's what I like with the conventions. It's just I do too. And he just seems so nice because uh, I'm not gonna lie. Between me and the fence post, I think David Boreanaz has become a grumpy old fart. 
He just seems just he, anytime you ask him about Buffy, he's like, oh, God. Yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry, mister. I've been on bones for the last 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking high literature, which is bones, you know. Yeah, no. He's Angel. He'll always be, be Angel. angel yeah. And he can never escape that. Yeah. Well, I it, I think it's funny because it's it was the 20th anniversary just this past couple weeks. Yes. And, like, it's come up a lot. Like, you know, what if you do a revival series, like, on Netflix or what, you know. And, like, pretty much everybody's been on board for the exception of Josh. He's like, he's like, I don't know. Like, back then, I really, I was hungry. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, he's like, I just don't know if I revisit it now if I can. Because if I'm going to do it, I want to do it justice. I don't want to just do it to do it. Yeah. Which I respect. I, I'm glad that he'd rather do that than be like, sure, I'll do it. Let me cash this paycheck. Like, he's like, I only mm-hmm. want to do it if. That, that was that was a huge stepping stone for him. Oh, that was the stepping stone yeah, for him. That, that's what set the tone for him in his career. Mm-hmm. So it's understandable that he doesn't want to mess with something that's good. Yeah. And I think that it, the whole thing kind of ended on the right crescendo. Um, so I don't know if revisiting is the thing to do. You know, I, it's, I don't, yeah, it's I don't just think too that dicey for not, me. I mean, if they revisit it, go in the direction like the, the books, the, yeah. the comic books that they have yeah. for it. Maybe pull some of that story and do like... Dawn's perspective as a teacher with the new slayers and everything yeah. and do that. Right. But not like, oh, let's just bring everybody back for the hell of it. Yeah, like you don't want it to be just like a just like a I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. You don't want it to be just like it's a cash grab. You know exactly. what I mean? Like you don't want it to be like, oh, we're just doing it for the money cuz mm-hmm. whenever anything like that happens, it just makes fans angry. And yeah, it does. I mean, we've been dying to have anything more Firefly for like forever yes. and I, I think that that ship has it, pun intended has sailed mm-hmm. I think that, that that they've all aged out like I mean they, unless you want to have like Grandpa Mal and, 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 his, <laughs> and his pals I mean and, and trust me I, I love Nathan Fillion but like all of them have kind of gotten to the point where they would have to come up with some big story of why there's such a huge gap yeah. because Kaylee uh, Poor Kaylee was like 18, 19 in the series, and then the movie she's like twenty, and now she's like forty. So yeah, it's, like, it's it that that'd be kind of hard. Yeah, it's like the the other actors you might be able with makeup to to sell me on it enough to where I'll just be like, I want more Firefly, I'll buy it. But with her, I'm like, no, I can't I can't buy this anymore. Yeah. She was like this sweet young girl, and now she's and then she's and an then adult. Wash yeah. Wash would be like the hardest part I think for everybody. Yeah, because not having him there. Yeah. That's why I always said what they should have done is is maybe done like some side stories, like do it in the same universe, but with like a new think of like a Star Trek: The Next Generation. Like it's the same universe, it's just a crew of a different ship. Yeah. But I don't. That's a catch twenty two too, because the reason you love it is you love those characters. Mm-hmm. If you do it in the same universe with a new ship of characters, does that still work? Yeah. I mean, they'd it'd have to be really good writing, and the characters have to be really good. Mm-hmm. So. I, I don't that's, know. that's where it gets kind of tricky with trying to bring stuff back. Yeah, exactly, because you can only do so much. I mean, they're doing great, I think, with the new Star Wars movies and the stuff they're doing, like yes, the side stories, and they're going to do like the Han Solo trilogy of movies. I think that that's brilliant. They're, the, they're trying to they're trying to bring more of the history. Yeah, trying to get the newer the generation and everything yeah. interested in the stuff that we grew up on. Yeah, which I think is really really smart. But I, it's one of those things where I, I, it, you just got to think about it, if they could do something like that, yeah. like with Firefly, which I don't know if they could. Um, 
Well, it's been an amazing hour. How can everybody find you on the internet? So it's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Nice. Crimson Robin Cosplay, Robin with a Y. Okay. And yeah, I mean, I go to all the conventions pretty much here in Florida, so I'll always be kind of hanging around and everything. Okay, cool, cool. And how you can find us is at HH Podcast Show on the Twitter machine, HH podcast show at gmail.com facebook.com forward slash happy hour podcast show and soundcloud.com forward slash happy hour podcast and of course there's not one there's not two but there are three hashtags to use on the twitter machine hashtag happy hour podcast hashtag hh podcast show and as always hashtag deuces on the loose later